The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Dom, what a day. What a day. So much news to talk about. My heart goes out to PwC. I mean, of all the organisations to be to be hit with a, a data hack, mm. the massive global hack, the poor things. I mean, the question is, who had the motive to hack PwC? Well, I presume it was PwC. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll also get to very sad news from Montecito uh, with the news that not only has Megan's podcast, Archetype, uh, not been renewed by Spotify, $29 mm. million deals fallen over, but a Spotify executive had some pretty spicy words to use about the Sussexes, uh, which I'm looking forward to getting on to. But the big story today, Charles, is The Voice. The Voice. Let's hear what two white guys think <laughs> after this. I mean, Sky News doesn't have a problem with uh, covering it in that way. Why should we? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And Charles, look, the legislation to, to have the referendum and to fund the referendum yes. to achieve $360 million has passed the lower house just now. Mm. It's... It's a bad day. It's a bad day for, well, it, uh, for for just jumping the gun. Look, I, I'm with Peter Dutton on this one. Of course you are. Which is we don't have any detail. We haven't been warned that this is coming. This is just out of the blue. Like I woke up this morning not thinking that there would be a voice referendum at some point in the near future. And now Albo's just sprung it on the parliament Why couldn't without he telling it? anyone. Why couldn't he have mentioned it before no he got voted in? Yes. Got, where, where was this in the campaign? Where was this on election night? Yes. Why didn't he say the moment he got elected, we're going to do the voice in our first year in office? Where was that, Albo? No, no, it's not good enough. And and there's only, like, uh, as far as I'm aware, the only document that the government has released is a 400-page document about it. Which no one's going to read. If they were serious about yes. this, Charles, they'd have one page. Yes. They'd have one page we could all read that would be nice and clear. The Uluru Statement of the Heart, mm. that's one page. Yes. It's one page that not, very few people have read in commenting about the debate. <laughs> but nevertheless, it's a simple, clear document. What's 400 pages? What kind of nerd's going to read that? Julian no. Lisa? Exactly. There's too much detail. There's too much detail yeah, in the right. document <laughs> and not enough detail about I mean, when we're saying the voice, Charles, mm. it's, it's deliberately confusing. The oh, government's no. trying yes. I mean, when, when you say to, the voice, you, you think of John Farnham. John Farnham. Of course you think of John Farnham. Yes. It's got nothing to do, I'm 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 told but, yes. with John Farnham. Or does it? Well, or does it? I mean John Farnham was he no, I'm not gonna go down that path. <laughs> well you, you, I think we all mentally went down that path for a short while. No. Um look yeah. he hasn't yet weighed in on the voice debate. Uh everything's yeah. going on with him. Is he is he dead? Is he dead? No, he's not he's not, not dead not yet. Is he no. dead? No, not dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead. He's going to do more tours. Uh, are you sure? No, he did the last time did tour. This, uh, is a, was... this is the sort of important now. Uh, Where's Anthony Albanese on John Farnham's health? Oh, my Where God. Where are you, Albo? You're right. He's not dead. He's still alive. Let's celebrate. Well, this is a good day, Dom. Well, well at vo- least there's one voice that unites Australians. <laughs> yes. One voice that unites Australians are going, did you really need a bagpipe solo there, John? Okay, <laughs> fine, why not? But, look, we need to know more about this before we can vote. Uh, it's, yes. it's, li- it's literally... I just it, It's an abstract thing. The government's put no meat on the bones. What that, is this thing? Yes, that's right. Yeah, and it's got both 
no meat on the bones and far too much detail of the meat that they've put on some mm. of the bones. And I, and I think I think there's a real there's a real attack line opening up, which is if you lie about what it is, mm. it creates doubt and fear in the community. Yes, and then people are going to vote no. And I think that Labor has to own the fact that a lot of National Party MPs, a lot of Liberal Party politicians, including the leader, are going to lie about it. And and Labor has to take responsibility for that and address people's lies well, about this. I mean, Albo Albo came out and slammed the mm. misinformation. Yes, he said. But that- isn't his side missing information as mm. well? Yes, they are. And Charles, you know what I've heard? I've heard the problem with the voice is that it doesn't go far enough. Yes, it doesn't go far enough, it- and also it doesn't do anything. Well, it doesn't do anything, but it really is way. It's radical change. It goes far too far in not doing anything. Yes, it's a it's a it's- massive change that does nothing. It's a deeply symbolic change. Actually, Linda Burney said exactly that on on the radio this morning. It's a deeply symbolic change. No, it's a it's a it's a change that's both completely non-controversial mm. but actually profoundly important. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Anthony Albanese came out today and said the words that I've been expecting somebody to say at some point during the debate, which is that this is an advisory body. Mm. Because when you say it's an, advis- an advisory body, I mean, everyone has an indigenous advisory body these days, except for the federal parliament. Mm. I mean, Cricket Australia, when they commented in, in support of The mm. Voice, they went, oh, we but, asked our advisory body. We've but, got an indigenous advisory body. But David Littleproud, he's the head of the National Party, right. he has come out and said it's actually important that everywhere else has uh, an advisory body. Oh, has he? He's not opposed to Indigenous advisory bodies, except in Canberra. Well, what if so all the, the Indigenous advisory bodies in the country, Charles, say the voice is a good idea, we need a national one for the federal parliament? What do we do? Do we ignore well, that? Well, that's just vested that's interest, just vested isn't it? Interest, yes. Yeah. It's just the, the, yeah. the hand scratching the back, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. And so the whole thing is, the la- and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, you can have local advisory bodies. Oh, yes, you of can, course. You can have advisory bodies talking about the Indigenous... The garbage collection we mentioned. Yeah, the, the garbage collection, how that affects Indigenous people. But when you're talking about, you know, how to deal with Indigenous health or something like that. Sure, the at, big at issues. A, at a federal issue. Closing like, the gap. That's... That's all stuff that shouldn't be shouldn't have an advisory body. That that should be left to Canberra because what we hate is Canberra bureaucrats. Oh, the bubble, yeah, yeah. It the is- Canberra bureaucrats a bubble, and the one thing that you don't want to do is overly complicate the Canberra bubble by giving by letting Indigenous people into the Canberra. Bubble. But also, it's it's for the good of those people. Yes, if, if they go and go to Canberra yes. and become part of the Canberra bubble, bubble, then they'll have nothing to say. We won't want to listen to them. No, anymore. exactly. So what we need to do instead is yes. to elect lots of. Indigenous MPs to Parliament, people like Linda Burney, yes. and hear what they have to say about The Voice. But do you think maybe David Littleproud thinks that Linda Burney should stay out of care? Is that the idea? That I, don't, I don't know. Or but the good news is that there are people, and Lydia Thorpe was very against this. Mm. Um, she called it Assimilation Day. So if yes. you listen to her voice, her voice is a no. Mm. That's right. Her voice is an absolute no. So it just depends whose voice you're listening to. I, I don't even know what to think about this anymore, Charles, which means that I'm voting no. If you don't know what it is... <laughs> And you don't try to find out what it is, then you vote no. <laughs> I love that. Because it, it, like, that's their slogan, isn't it? Like, uh, if you don't know, vote no. Right. Yeah. Rather than if you don't know, fucking find.
find out, you lazy fuckwit. Well, Charles, <laughs> it is a better, it's a better pitch, isn't it? Yeah. If you don't know, vote no, than if you have a deep-seated resentment of Indigenous people, vote no. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's well, that's, that might yeah. be more honest for some. Yeah. Well, that actually tested really well with the focus, oh, really? the, the National Party okay. focus groups. Yeah. 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 So there you go. So look, it's happening. It's Maybe, ha- it we sounds sh- like it's actually happening. It hasn't passed the, the upper house yet, though. Sh- should we write uh, some ads for the no campaign? Oh, like, definitely. If you're a racist fuckwit, vote no. I, I mean, like- that's certainly blunt. <laughs> I like you that. You capture some people. Yeah, I think if so. If you put that on cabs, yes. people who drive those cabs will probably vote <laughs> no, but they would anyway. Yeah. I think doing some ads for the no campaign is a great use of the chaser's resources. Yes, and I think that given how effective our ads have been in the past, mm. that I've, well, at least that I've worked on, it would probably advantage the yes campaign. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't don't listen to the Chaser podcast. That worked quite well. Yeah, that, that yeah, was that, great. That was yeah. the basis of our current audience. If yeah. I In fact, yeah, we've got huge ratings out it's of it. It's done very well. So there you go. So it's going to happen. The legislation's passed the parliament. It, it is on. Uh, moving on to PwC, Charles, this is this is very worrying. Yes. This is very worrying. Yeah, I mean, look, they've been part of a big global hack and I'm I, I'm assuming that they, they were auditing whoever hacked them, whichever international band of kind of pirates breached their firewall, presumably PwC was um, receiving payments from them. So are they going to look into it and and do a, a, an audit of, I of what happened? I think they commissioned PwC to find out what, has, what <laughs> happened. Right. So um, we'll never find out. Yeah. So but, the, the cybercrime group C10P, hmm. they've got to get a better name than that. Why is it? Is they that, should call it PwC. It it's CLOP. Clop. If they call him PwC to come up with a more snappy title. Broke into the file service called Move It in late May. How have we come we're only finding out about this now and began stealing data from hundreds of entities? Oh, they wouldn't want to move too quickly at PwC, would they? They wouldn't want to get in there too fast. Well, I really, really hope um, no Australian taxpayer's data was caught up on this service. So the the funny thing is that Move It, which is the piece of software that was hacked into, billed itself as a secure way to transfer files. (laughs) Well, I mean, PwC billed itself as an expert consulting firm that... uh, Provided yeah. uh, confidential advice, yeah. so you know it's you right. can't always read what it says, believe what it says on the label. And uh, Peter Dutton uh, bills himself as being the head of a Liberal Party. Liberal, yes. He says. Um, yeah. So there you that go. word doesn't mean what he thinks it means. No, does it? I don't think mm. he does. It so there you go. So hearts go out to PwC, but they'll find some way to make money out of it. I just want to look at the um, the website for Move It. I'm trying to log into. Movie. And look, if you if you so fear this, your body, oh your, if you fear your business might have been caught up in this, by the way, if you've got yeah. a move it account, yeah. call PwC and get them to do an emergency audit on your um, security. Or you can uh, use our auditing, uh, our security auditing uh, thing, which is your email podcast at chaser.com.au and just send us your username and your password. Yes, with not secured. And your, and your data le- or your sort of like date of birth and stuff like that and mm. we'll look into it for you. We'll look into it um, seeing how quickly we can tell on the dark web. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Um, but look at this. This is amazing how many. So the, the file transfer system, it's called Move It, right? They have won like six awards this year for their secure transfer uh Protocol, which is it's the leading secure managed file transfer software, mm, right? Did they win those awards, or did a hacker ironically place those badges on their website? Yeah, I'm just trying to find out who the awards are from because they they seem to be from the company itself, the, like it's from the, the Russian government. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's <literally> prestigious. <laughs> 
No, I think they've awarded themselves the the leader in spring 2023. Oh, right. Okay, <laughs> like, that's very good. They're just literally top 50. You, wouldn't you make yourself top 10 I or top 3? <laughs> I wouldn't boast about being in the top 50. I'm just saying a song out, <laughs> frankly. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. And then the final bit of news we want to touch on. Now, this is this is troubling, Charles. This is very troubling. Mm. Um, look, how are Harry and Meghan to live? How are they to live? They had a $29 million deal uh, with, um, with Spotify and it's been axed. It's been axed. It only resulted in one podcast, which is uh, Meghan Markle's podcast called Archetypes, oh, yes. where she got on a bunch of incredibly famous people like, you know, Serena Williams, mm. Um to have very earnest conversations by the sounds of it. I don't think so the thing is I don't think anyone listened to it. I think that was the problem. My no, my problem. understanding was that it initially got huge numbers of downloads. Oh, it would have because people would have tried it out. People tried it out and then people stopped listening then, to it. And it decided that under no circumstances <laughs> were they going to listen to episode two. Um it's also worth noting, Charles, mm. that the head of uh, podcast innovation and monetization for Spotify, mm. a guy called Bill Simmons, mm. uh, has on his podcast mm. called them fucking grifters. Nice. He has. He's yes. called them fucking grifters and said, look, we would have done much better doing a podcast about how they grifted all this money out of out of Spotify and Netflix. But Prince Harry's done so much in his life. Well, the, the thing is, the awkward thing is that people were interested in their story. People wanted to hear all the dirt about the royal family. Mm. The problem is... No one has the slightest bit of interest in hearing any of them do anything else, right? You tell that story. That I mean, the documentary did very well. Harry's book did very well. But the notion of Meghan interviewing anybody about anything yes. uh, turns out to not be very appealing. <clears throat> it doesn't actually have... Okay, so it says here, this is uh, Bill Simmons's thing, uh, I've got to get drunk one night and tell the story of the Zoom I had with Harry to try and tell him with uh, help to him help with him with a podcast idea. It's one of my best stories. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna do that. Yeah, he's gonna have to. Do uh, he said, "Shoot this guy to the sun." I'm so tired of this guy talking about Prince Harry. Mm. What does he bring to the table? He just whines about shit and keeps giving interviews. Who gives a shit? Who cares about your life? You weren't even the favourite son. Ooh, oh, stinging! Ouch! <laughs> I mean that. That's I, pretty good. I'm going to say that to my least favourite son one day. I, I mean, that's a very good um, subject for a podcast. Uh, to be fair, you're not the favourite son. Did power four incredible series of <laughs> yeah, succession. That's right. <laughs> that, that situation. Yeah. You live in funky. Uh, you live in fucking Montecito, and you just sell documentaries and podcasts, and no one cares what you have to say about anything unless you talk about the royal family, and you just complain about them. Well, yep, the, that's pretty much yeah, the business model yeah, of their, of their yeah. company. Does it, so what? What long term? If, if this is a case, and they've only got a few more years of yeah. grifting, you know, deals from. 
big media conglomerates. What's their long-term play? Oh, it's, it's easy. Because it's expensive to be media. It's very expensive. Yeah. Um, there, there's only a couple of things they can do. Right. But the path is very clear. What? Um, they need to marry into more royal families and complain about them. That's their, that's their core skill. Yes. It's, it's an important part of they business would... strategy, Charles, to profit from the core. You don't mm. try and diversify. No. You just do what you do well. Their unique selling proposition mm. is massive trauma with their own family. So what we need yes. is for them to divorce. Yes. And then Harry needs to marry a Kardashian. And get, on, get into that The American that family. royal family. Yes. I and mean, Megan would still be part of the series. She'd insist on that. Yes. Um, she'd come along and tell everyone about how about their wellness and, and their glow-ups and stuff. Mm. Um, but Harry would then have strife with the Kardashians and yes. release another book about how awful the Kardashians were. Yes. Which would be very popular. Yes. I and mean, if another part of his body could – or maybe his penis could, could get burnt this time, that'd be, that'd be good. And if – if Megan could have an affair, which leads to their initial divorce, yes, right? Yes. Then, then Harry could do a follow-up to Spare, which would be called Affair. Oh, very, very, very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very nice. Um, and I'm not sure what Megan would do in the next series. Um, well, she. I mean, there's plenty of other royal families. Can't, what about an Arabic royal family? She could uh, MBS. She could marry MBS. MBS. Yes. She could have Elon Musk's that next would, child. That would be an upgrade from Harry. Yeah. MBS. MBS is. Although he I just th- bought golf, didn't he? Yeah. He MBS. Bought, He's yeah. doing very. He could buy Megan. Yeah, but I think that aren't there all these stories of people who were married to MBS in those sort of sort of semi-married oh. relationships and. They didn't survive. Horrific details. Well, of, I mean, look, it's not like the royal family hasn't oh, got form in that department. And also that would make great content. I mean, it would. Yes. It wouldn't be good for her personally, but, no. but for the empire. Yes. So I think I think future royal family, I mean, he could he could marry into um, mm. the Kennedys. Like they, they love yes. this new Kennedy who's running for president. He's a total screwball. No. And I think Meghan and Harry would fit beautifully into the Kennedy clan. I kind of feel like that's probably – the Kennedys aren't rich enough anymore oh, to sort of yeah. like. I think you're wanting to upgrade. Oh, well, she should have Elon Musk's next child. Yes, uh, Megan should. Mm. And that there's lots of money in that, and you'd get another wacky name. What about an Australian like Clive Palmer? He's, does he? Is there, a, is there a Reinhardt somewhere? What about Twiggy Forrest? Mm. A Twiggy, Twiggy Forrest could Megan. pay Megan to play to, to make podcasts. Yes, but isn't I think he's married though, isn't he? For now. Oh, now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What yeah, about oh? Charles, it's obvious. Who? Rupert Murdoch. Oh, yes. Yes, he didn't. He yes. pulled out of marriage number five. Yeah. So Harry marries a Kardashian. That's nice. Meghan marries Mays Rupert. Rupert. And it just keeps on going. I mean, to be yeah. honest, Rupert already makes a lot of money out of Harry and Meghan. I mean, it's mm. most headlines in his publications now are about them. It would be a bit of a 180 for all their publications because all their publications are completely anti-Meghan. Yeah, they've done that before. Remember yeah. when they used to support Labor in the UK? <laughs> And in Australia, they, Kevin yeah. Rudd, they supported yeah, the ones. That's, that's all fine. Okay. So that's another problem solved. Okay, good. All right. Yep. So Harry and Meghan, look, I think, what's a reasonable percentage for that advice? Mm. 10%? Yep, 10%. 10%, 10% of the advice. Yeah. And in the meantime, maybe Harry, like if they're grifters, mm. maybe Harry could get a role with PwC. That would be very good, actually. Yes. Yeah. I think, I, I think that's yeah. well, it. All, it all fits in together, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? It does. Yep. You fix it. Uh, our gear is from Rogue. We're part of the Iconoclast Podcast Network, and we'll catch you tomorrow. See ya. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? 
we wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.